let's talk about how Auburn got in that position because they they had a good start in the first half and then not as much in the middle of the first half. Then they the Stars pull it out, build a decent lead at the end of halftime, get off to a good start in the second half or right before halftime, get a good start in the second half, and then it comes right back in. Ole Miss goes on this big run, mostly reserves on the floor. Look, plus minus can lie to you. Plus minus can be a bad stat sometimes. I think it works better in terms of units. I think it works better as kind of a telling stat for your defense a lot of times. Plus, this is this was like the game to point at plus minus and say this is useful because Auburn in this matchup, their starters. Broom plus nine, Green plus nine, Jalen Williams plus sixteen, Allen Flanagan plus eleven, Zepp Jasper plus thirteen. Every single reserve player of the five that got on the floor for Auburn last night against Ole Miss were in the negatives in plus minus. When Ole Miss was at their best, Auburn mostly had reserves on the floor. They got barely they got eight points, uh, I believe was the was the final tally. Uh Katie Johnson was not the same as he usually was. He got Loose with the ball, forced some stuff, turned it over. It was kind of his worst performance, toughest performance in a while. And he and again, Katie's been playing really well off the bench. Didn't go well for him in that game. You didn't get much from Leo Berman or Dylan Cardwell or Trey Donaldson or Chris Moore. Defensively, those units suffered. And Auburn had to lean on the starters more to pull it out. And as Pearl said afterwards, is like, I don't like doing that. I don't want to, I don't want to lean on it too much. Um, because, you know, especially at the end of the year where the Games come more frequently in the postseason. You want to be able to rely on it. And here's the thing. Look, Auburn does not have – we've talked about it all year long. Auburn does not have NBA lottery talent jumping off the page. It's a team that has had to grind grind for a lot of their offense this year, lean on their defense, lean on their rebounding. If you're going to play that way and you don't have a Jabari Smith on your team and you don't have a Jared Harper and Bryce Brown nuts shooting combo in the backcourt, you need your depth to show up because if you're gonna if you're gonna play grit and grind basketball like Auburn's had to this year, it can't just be with your top five because that'll re- that will really really wear on them. And in this game, it was just you know you don't need everybody to be Superman coming off the bench, but you need something out of multiple guys. And it just was just not good performances from from the bench that allowed Ole Miss to get into the game. And it and you know it, it in both halves you can see where. Ole Miss hung around and then took the lead based on what was happening when Auburn had most of their starters getting rest that they need. They can't play 40 minutes every day, not in the SEC. And going into the year, I expected the depth of this team to carry it more. And this is just one game, so I don't want to, you know, I don't want to completely come down on the bench, but it was a bad performance. And it's whatever bar I set and, and certainly whatever. Uh, I got in my head after Bruce mm-hmm. talked so much about relying on the depth of this team and how the depth was going to be a strength. It just hasn't, I, I don't know if it's consistently been what I thought. And again, maybe you're listening to me going, well, that's relative. It's, it's all in your head painter. But I, I do no. think, I, I do think that it leaves me feeling a bit disappointed with what it's gotten out of the bench at times, especially, you know, during this tough stretch where quite frankly, they've just come up a little bit short, a little bit too often. Well, think about it this way. Last season, Auburn was bringing Jalen Williams off the bench. You know, Auburn was bringing Allen Flanagan off the bench, you know, in some of those games where he was playing well. Auburn was pulling, you know, Wendell Green was a bench guy last season, although he ended up playing more minutes than Zepp Jasper did and was a closer. 
it, it was there was more fire. Not only was there more firepower in the starting lineup because you had the freshman of the year and the defensive player of the year playing in the same front court. I think Jalen Williams and Alan Flanagan, and obviously what you've gotten out of Janai Baroom, moving Wendell Green into the starting lineup. Like I feel like production wise from your starters, you've gotten a good bit. It might not be elite, but like it wasn't like there's been just this massive drop off from one year next statistically. The difference has kind of been that bench when you're having to rely, you know, on some other guys that w- were, you know, maybe role players or weren't around last year. Like that, that has been a, a lot, a lot different for Auburn this season. Uh, and you, you know, you put Katie Johnson, you know, in the in the two, and he's had some great games, and he has a stretch this season where things have been tough for him. So it just hasn't been consistent. Also, you can't tell the story of this season as we've said without mentioning Yohan Traor. His, tra- his transition to the college game has not been smooth, uh, and you know he's not in the rotation here down the stretch of the season. And Chance Westry, the injury really, really hurt him. It looks like Auburn is, you know, they, they've basically shut him down. He hasn't dressed out in a while because they're going to try to get a red shirt for him. In a perfect world, maybe it's a more natural transition for your own, and every guy's going to do things differently. Not every five-star or highest four-star is created, created the same. And obviously, Treyor has the difference in the fact that He's a guy who has not played high-level basketball as much as some of these other guys have. Additionally, like, not having Chance Westry, who looked so good in Israel, you know, Auburn was expecting, like, no shade at all. And I and I want to be very clear about it because there were some questions about him in the mailbag on, on Friday, if you're reading it. No shade whatsoever to Leo Berman whatsoever because he has stepped up and played well and has made some impact plays on both ends of the floor. But there is a difference when your backup three is Leo Berman when it was supposed to be a walk-on compared to a high four-star like Chance Westry or getting more from like a five-star like Yon. And so it's just been this kind of thing where it's like your bench hasn't been quite at the same consistent level. And on top of it, you, you, you're kind of lacking some of the stuff you should have had. And in this game, it bears itself out because Auburn starters are good enough. And obviously when you look at the performance from this game are good enough to on their own beat a team like Ole Miss and beat a team like Ole Miss pretty solidly. However, the bench wasn't enough to compete with what Ole Miss was doing on the other side uh, on a consistent basis, and, and it almost cost them dearly. You, you, you're glad you're able to lean on, you know, Green and Broom and, and obviously Jalen and Allen and Zepp play really, really well down the stretch. But, yeah, it's just one of those things where, like, it can really come back and bite them 